Do 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 do. Welcome back to Cop Monologuing. I'm Ryan Kunzer. And I'm Errol Koenig. And today we have a lot of news to go through. So many news. Yes. Two whole news. That's Two a lot. We I have mean, like 20 whole we news. We have lots of news. Yes. Some of it breaking, and by breaking we mean today. And by today we mean April 12th, 2017, just in case we don't release it today. Um, hopefully we will. Let's see if I'm tired after we're done. Um, <laughs> but yeah, some breaking news, some slightly less breaking news, some speculation. Um, yeah, so want to jump in? Let's get started. Okay. So first up, uh, my personal favorite of the news this week, uh, Jude mm-hmm. Law has been cast as Albus Dumbledore in the next Fantastic Beasts film. Uh, this was announced today on the Pottermore website. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the, the description did not go into much detail as to uh, what Dumbledore's role in the story would be. Yeah. Uh, but it did say that you know this takes place at the time where, not that this probably means too much to you, Errol, uh, but the time before uh, Dumbledore was headmaster and he was just the transfiguration teacher. Yeah. That's, as far as Harry Potter goes, I know next to nothing i've seen all of the movies at least once but i remember all of them except for almost all of it so <laughs> uh i don't know i remember a little bit more of that doesn't matter um but yeah i mean i, I think that does make sense having a, a young dumbledore especially because jude law looks very different than an old man with a giant beard yeah i have a feeling them go I've, you know, it, it's obviously going to be a different character, a younger character. Mm-hmm. I love Jude Law. Um, you know, he was great uh, as Watson in the uh, in the Sherlock Holmes uh, series with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm excited to see where they take it. Um, I don't know how big a role will be, at least in like the next movie. But I think because it is Dumbledore and because they got an actor like Jude Law, as big as Jude Law, they probably have somewhere they're going with it definitely um so you know he might not have a big role right away but he will have a big part to play in in the series yeah you know they've got five films total planned out for this yeah. so four more to go he's probably going to be playing a big part definitely. at least somewhere so yep so that's exciting uh next up uh more casting news also announced today josh brolin has been cast to play cable in deadpool 2 Woo! which this is exciting this has been widely speculated news for a little while now um, as to who was playing Pierce Brosnan was in the running Michael Shannon was the latest front runner um they gave it to Josh Brolin um which is pretty interesting I mean yeah. the casting makes sense he I mean, looks just, the part he looks the part you know he definitely acts the part um and the thing that just makes it interesting at least for me uh-huh he's going to be filming this movie uh this summer I think I would assume yeah because it's coming out early next year so he's filming this summer I, I assume the second he's done with it he's jumping straight into infinity war yeah so he has a lot of super hero slash villaining to do over the next couple of years so it's it's just interesting just to to see how much he's going to be doing going to be playing a role in these two uh big universes yeah so you know, he's also listed uh, uncredited for both Age of Ultron and for Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. So he he already has popped up in uh 
in the Avengers uh, or MCU yeah. world. So it's, yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to see. I mean, he's going to be great as Cable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, just thinking back to the kind of, you know, serious, but also, I don't know. It's, it, yeah. I think, like a, a role, you know, sort, sort of like what he did in Sicario. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a serious, but also kick-ass role. I think definitely. works definitely for for cable oh yeah um so you know it's i'm happy with that casting and and he'll do good in the the style of deadpool too yeah and he definitely has a sense of humor about him that i think will he'll work really well uh playing alongside ryan reynolds so definitely so that is cool um so let's keep it with uh x-men and mutants yeah. uh new mutants had started pre or have just started their pre-production yeah um, so this is exciting. Uh, it's you know one of uh, the X Men or the next X Men movie to come out. Mm-hmm. I'm really excited about it, Ryan. You just heard about this. I did. So explain to me: is this the same people from the last X Men trilogy with Apocalypse and First Class and that? Um, well, this is not a X Men movie. It's you know directed um, and I think also written. I'm not positive, uh, but uh, it's a Josh Boone film. Mm-hmm. And Josh Boone wasn't one of the you know, creative minds for the X-Men. Those are generally uh, Brian Singer uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and his team working on those films. So this is a little bit different. This is a new set of characters. I assume they're still going to be going on with the X-Men series, but with the young X-Men yeah, um, that they have coming up. But this is something where they're going to have some different characters. I know there's already been some casting rumors that have been announced, such as Maisie Williams from Game of Thrones, who I'm super excited about because she's awesome. Yeah um so yeah i'm just, i'm excited for this movie it should be fun it's about a whole bunch of young mutants you know teaming up to presumably save the world mm-hmm. as as with most most superhero movies so that'll be fun yeah this same article also says that uh meanwhile after many years in limbo gambit starring channing tatum may finally begin filming in 2018 Yay! so i'll keep my fingers crossed but i have not I'll see. Beyond I mean, this article, I don't, I've never heard of that one moving forward either. I mean, Gambit's been in limbo yeah. for as long as I can remember. <laughs> I mean, I think Channing Tatum will be a great, you know, Gambit if mm-hmm. if that ever goes forward. But we'll see. I mean, I'm not in any rush to see that movie. And I think worst comes to worst, they push it back a couple of years, and yeah. we'll get it eventually. I'm I'm in no rush. There's enough superhero movies coming out. That agreed if it takes if it takes a little while for it to you know pop up then i'll, I'll still be happy yeah so nah. but speaking of other superhero movies <laughs> coming down the pipeline yeah uh there is some rumors uh for man of steel 2 mm-hmm. the latest rumor says that black adam the character portrayed by Dwayne the rock johnson will might be the main villain for super, uh, for man of steel 2 this is interesting because yeah. he was supposed to be uh, the main villain in Shazam. Yeah. So the rumor now is that Shazam might be shelved. So it's mm-hmm. we really don't know what's going on there. Um, of course, they're not going to be announcing anything anytime soon. Um, yeah. I would assume. Uh, so I'm interested in seeing where they go with it. You know, I'm I was really excited for a Shazam movie just because. You know, I I love the character of Shazam. It's a it's a kid who becomes a superhero. What's, <laughs> what's more to love about that? So, yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, 
hopefully Shazam can get back on track at some point. But I think the sooner we get The Rock, you know, on screen, the better. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, DC's got their PR plate full with Wonder Woman and uh, Justice League coming out soon. So yeah. I don't think we'll hear many official announcements from them. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I'm sure they're working, you know, backstage just to make sure everything... You know, goes forward that they make sure everything's well planned out, mm-hmm. um, so they don't have a rushed product or anything like that. Yeah. Um. So, you know, hopefully we get to see a, a, a cool, a cool film with Superman yeah. and The Rock. So, yeah. Yeah. But also, keeping in the DC universe. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about Batgirl being announced, and there was also Nightwing, and then also the Batman. Yes. There was a report that Warner Brothers. It's currently planning for four Batman films in 2019. Jeez. It's a lot of Batman. You know, and I thought it was a lot to get three Marvel films this year. Like, this is mm-hmm. a lot. So, I mean, we'll see. I don't really necessarily, I don't know how they would be going forward with this or if, like, what times of the year they would do it. But right now it would be the Batman Gotham City Sirens, which is the uh, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, uh, Catwoman uh, mm-hmm. movie, Nightwing, and Batgirl, and all taking place in Gotham City. And yeah. you know, if they want to throw them out in or not throw them out, if they wanted to, you know, show them in 2019, mm-hmm. um, you know, I might say that it might be a little bit too close of grouping for Batman. Maybe yeah. give us two Batman films, <laughs> you know, per year. Space them out a little bit, and then maybe with one of those other films, throw in a different character. Maybe, maybe by that time you'll have something more planned for Green Lantern. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but you know, it's if those are the movies and they all are working and they all come out in the same year and they're all good. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah. You so know, I would be interested to see, you know, how they interconnect them because four Batman movies in one year in the same cinematic universe yeah. like that's a lot going on in gotham yeah i mean so it's a lot of work for ben affleck so it's true i mean good for him uh, <laughs> but you know it's it'll be interesting and i think if they do this it might be something more like or at least how they inter- it, it might have a more of like a tv show feeling mm-hmm. just because it's a lot of it you know they have assuming each movie's two hours that's eight hours of batman yeah. Uh, in this, you know, world. And that's, you know, about the length of the mm-hmm. TV show. That's, a, that's how long uh, Legion was. That's how long Stranger Things was. Yeah. That's how long The Defenders is going to be, eight hours. So, mm-hmm. you know, having that, having all those Batman movies come out in the same year, interesting. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to knock it, uh, and, you know, until I see it, yeah. you know, play out. But, you know, I'm... I'm excited. I want to see all these movies, and I guess the faster they come out, the better. So, yeah, I'm not gonna knock it. I will put a word of caution into DC. You know, I'm because I'm sure they listen to me. Uh, but that does seem like a little too much. But obviously, if they're good movies, they're good movies, and I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for anything that they're doing. So, mm-hmm. uh, so moving on, staying a little bit with Batman, but not. Exactly. The villain of the Batman, or at least the original Batman before it switched hands, was going to be uh, uh, Deathstroke, played by Joe Manganiello. And I said his last name wrong, so sorry about that. 
Um, we apologize to you. Yes. Uh, but however, he is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently also a pretty good writer because uh, he is currently shopping around uh, a movie for Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, I don't know how they, you know, I guess got a script for this because it's one of those things where there's just so much going on. Yeah. Uh, in, in the game where in order to like narrow it down to like a good movie concept, Mm -hmm. uh, that also still has that feeling of the game. Yeah. I mean, interesting. The whole point of D and D is like, you know, to create your own game and, whatever yeah. storyline you want and do whatever you want you know that it's mm-hmm. it's this open fantasy playground for whatever you know this writer has in mind yeah and, and you know you know what might or what they might be doing is they might just be playing a game of D and was like you know what this is fun let's just transcribe this <laughs> make it into a movie uh this was entertaining for us is probably entertaining for, for at least someone out there they're making yeah you know there, there's like you know tv shows where people are playing uh, or not tv shows but like internet shows where people are just playing dungeons and dragons or podcasts mm-hmm. people are enjoying those might as well you know make it into a movie yeah you know give it a budget and see what happens so <laughs> i i'm excited i don't know what to expect but yeah you know should be cool to be fair you know games don't generally have the best movie adaptions so mm-hmm. i'm trying not to get too excited for this but you know, if you're going to do anything, Dungeons and Dragons is a great one to do. Yeah, it's, you know, it it's a type of thing where video game or in board game movies, they're not going to be good until someone does a good one. Yeah. So hopefully this is the good one. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll see. I, I don't know. Um, but I guess keeping on the keeping on this topic, moving along to the next piece of news yeah. of video games into movies, Call of Duty. They have plans for their own cinematic universe, a la, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh-huh. This is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting is a good word for it. And I agree. It. it I would probably say that... Well, actually, you know, let's... Let, let me, I guess, read a quote from uh, the article. Uh-huh. Um that talks about, uh, I guess, the draw that, you know, these Call of Duty games have uh, versus uh, versus Marvel. Um, so yeah, they they have noted that the Call of Duty uh, they have noted in the past that they believe the Call of Duty IP is much stronger than the core IP of Marvel. Uh, Van Dyke once pointed out that the players have spent upwards of fourteen billion hours over the course of a year playing and viewing Call of Duty content which is more than the time spent in every movie released at every theater in the world, given the same year. Fair. Um, yeah, so just for context, Van Dyke uh, is Nick Van Dyke, former exec, uh, senior exec at Disney, who developed the Star Wars and Marvel brands, also co-president of the Activision. Or yeah, so that, that's what he's doing. He's also working on this. Um, uh, and also, he's also working with Stacey Sher, who worked on Pulp Fiction, Django Unchained, and The Hateful Eight. Um, which may mean Quentin Tarantino might be involved, may not, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but all those films were Quentin Tarantino films, so yeah, might be interesting. Um, but yeah, and then they're also working with the uh, presidents, or the co-presidents of Activision, Blizzard Studios. Um, but yeah, so it's really interesting. 
they believe that Call of Duty is like this monster of IP, which it is. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know how they're going to make it into a movie that's not just a war movie, because that's pretty much all the games are. Yeah. They, are they going to adapt the story from the game into a movie? Or are they going to try to, you know, know, do some things? Maybe they're going to do Call of Duty zombies? Are they going to? Yeah. I mean, I have very I little know. Call of Duty playing experience. <laughs> um, I have been known to uh, shoot a silhouette uh, around um, one of the people I've been trying to uh, kill in game and just completely miss them as they ran up to me uh, <laughs> and then stabbed me very easily for them. Uh, but that being said, um, it's interesting. I, I don't I don't know how they plan on going forward with this um i don't know it's i mean if they have a plan for a cinematic universe or they have characters they want to run with do they want to have some type of way to in- intertwine between the timelines because call of duty has been known to you know cover a lot of the great wars I mean, yeah i don't know it's interesting it's i don't know how they're going to do it but it'll be cool and i'm excited to see how they do it so i will be excited to see how other people see how they do it uh because i probably won't watch it partly because you know i i know call of duty is still releasing (laughs) games but i feel like its peak was in the past you know well i think the peak demographic is 13 year old boys that's true so i may have just we are no longer 13 year old boys as much as we feel so in our hearts (laughs) um but yeah it's we'll see it's i don't know it's Something that we're going to have to keep an eye out for. Um, again, like I am with all movies, I'm hopeful that it turns out great. Because mm-hmm. the more great movies, you know, better. Yeah. The better it is for us. Um, it's true. So More great stuff to watch. So I'm hopeful. Uh, Call of Duty, please do a good job. Because um, I, I would love another good universe. So, yeah. There's so many good universes. Oh, there, there are, so many universes. There are a, a lot of universes. Um not all of them are the greatest, but you know, you got to keep trying. The the more shots there are, the the better chances that they're going to be good. Yeah, or at least some will be good. So we'll see. I'm hopeful. Yep. So next up, uh, going back, uh, or an, another project that's uh, in development is Invincible. Uh, Invincible is a comic uh, written by Robert Kirkman, who you may know from Game of Thrones, who has worked on both the TV and uh, the TV show and the original comics. Uh, so Robert Kirkman, uh, and the show, the uh, movie is in development with Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, yeah. who you know, al- although I guess when you hear their names, you immediately associate them with comedy. Yeah, they also worked uh, on the TV show Preacher, which was a critical and you know fan hit. Um, mm-hmm. That, that that's come out recently and i think it's a really interesting team uh and i think that they'll probably do a great job because they know how to adapt a good comic book and you know robert kirkman knows how to write a good comic book i think it's a pretty good team up yeah um i don't know much about the character of invincible um and i guess the world surrounding it in that comic book uh, mostly because it's not dc or marvel <laughs> but you know it'll be cool to see what happens you know Again, another another movie that I'm, I'm I'm hopeful will be great. Yeah, same. You know, uh, with ever since Marvel started making good comic book movies, you know, j- just more and more have started coming out, and I'm certainly not complaining that this is one of them. 
Yeah. So this this should be this should be good. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's got a good team behind it. Yes. Now going to another series uh, that is looking that it we thought was coming to an end. Um, we thought it was at its last night. Some of uh, us hoped it was coming to an end. Yes. Did 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 my Transformers reference go over your head? No, I got it. Oh, you got it. Okay, good. Just want to make sure. Want to make sure all the listeners also got it. I said last night because that's the night. That's the. Uh, I'm very title. sorry, people. That is the title of the uh, mo- uh, most recent or Transformers movie that's coming out very soon, um, starring Mark Wahlberg, directed by Michael Bay. But yeah, Transformers. Uh, Michael Bay has announced that they are planning fourteen, at least fourteen, more Transformers movies. Yes. Now, depending on your thoughts and opinions about Transformers, that is either great news or not. So, I mean, I feel like even if you really love Transformers, 14 more movies on top of, what, five already? Yeah. That is just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. I am actually a little bit excited about this because this is the last, or at least... Uh, last night is the last of the Michael Bay Transformers movies. Yeah, which no, not knocking Michael Bay, um, you know, in the skills or anything like that. But I think a lot of people, at least in America, view like the series is becoming a little bit, you know, tired. Yeah, and like it's they're beating a dead horse. That being said, it's still been making a lot of money, mm-hmm. uh, and on top of that, overseas it's still making a killing. Yeah, so I can see why they're. Just going ahead with just making as many more Transformers as they can think of. Because they're going to make money. Mm-hmm. I think the fact that this is the last Michael Bay uh, Transformers will allow new filmmakers to maybe have their shot at these characters and these stories and these robots. Yeah. Um, and it'll be cool to see where it goes You know, from here forward. Um, there's also news that Michael Bay wanted to uh, direct maybe one of the spinoffs mm-hmm. um, that... I assume is one of these 14. They're not just planning, you know, Transformers, I guess, six through 19. I think yeah. they're going for like a couple more of the Transformers can, but a couple spinoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Bay wants to direct some of the spinoffs. I think that isn't the worst idea. Um, I think it would be cool to see if he has, or to see what ideas he has for other characters. Cause you know, if pe- people might not love his directing style. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little bit too explosive. Maybe he takes a character in a story arc that aligns better with, you know, his style for at least how most people think about it. Because yeah. I know for me, I love the first Transformers movie or the first Transformer movie. Mm-hmm. I also still really like the second one, even though a lot of people disagree. Um, <laughs> so you know, it'll be cool. I I love explosions. So, and Transformers is a great t- t- uh, movie for explosions. So it's very true. Michael Bay, go at it. Go. Go take a character. You've you've been doing a great job so far, so I'm excited to see what comes comes next of that series. I'm hopeful. Not necessarily super I'm not expecting much, but I'm very hopeful that they will yeah. do better. We'll I, I would be interested to see their their time frame for fourteen movies. I yeah. I mean my guess is after the last night, it's probably two years till the next one just because they haven't announced anything mm-hmm. so they're probably just in like pre-production for whatever the next one is 
Um, so probably in two years after that, they'll have one movie, and then the year after that, they'll have another movie, and the year after that, they might start bringing two, two at a time, two and two, and then maybe three, and we'll see where it goes. You yeah. know, I don't know. It'll it'll be interesting. It's it's another thing, kind of like the what, what DC's doing with Batman, how yeah. they're going to plan out, you know, their their franchise going forward. Yeah, because there's so many possibilities. There, you don't you don't want to. You know, if you have have these great films, you don't want to keep them in, but you also don't want to, you know, force feed all this down, you know, the viewers. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because if you have too many, then, you know, even the international audiences will get tired. And... Yeah, and, and, and people don't necessarily have time to see, you know, a movie every week. They might have time to see maybe one one a month. And I think if there's so many Transformer films and there's also so many Batman films and there's so many Marvel films. Yeah. So many other DC and so many... X-Men. X-Men and so many everything. Star Wars and... Harry Potter. Harry, exactly. Yeah. It's, there's a lot coming, so... We'll see. It's an interesting age of film to be in right now. Yeah, this is peak blockbuster. Yep. Uh, which, as someone who loves blockbuster films... Not complaining about <laughs> not one bit. So cool. Um, so let's move on to a movie that we are more hopeful for. Just released their first trailer. Yeah. Uh, and Marvel fans are very excited. So excited. This has become the most watched trailer of Marvel films in the first 24 hours. Um, also, also Disney, Marvel or Disney, mm-hmm. which that's pretty big. It didn't get to it level of trailer success, yes. but which, if you remember from our last episode, was very high. Yes, higher than either of us would have thought or imagined. But, yeah, you know, good for it. Um, but yeah, so this movie that we're referring to is Thor Ragnarok. I'm so excited for this movie. I didn't think I would be, and yet here I am, extremely excited. Yeah, I'm. I mean, I, I think we were talking earlier today, um, but I was super excited for this movie the second they announced Taika Waititi mm-hmm. as the director, just because I, you know, know what he's done in the past. Um, I know he's super funny, also super smart, and a great director. Um, I saw The Hunt for the Wilder People yeah. um, earlier this year. Great movie. Great movie. Um yeah, so I was just super excited to see, you know, what he, he'll do with, you know, this character of Thor and all that stuff. And after watching this trailer, I am not disappointed. No, not not even a little well, bit. Well, actually, I was disappointed a little bit because <laughs> I have mentioned in previous, I guess, uh, episodes uh, that I am anti-trailer because I feel like it gives away too much of the story. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this trailer did actually give away a good chunk of what's going to happen. Um, but you know, we'll see. It, I, I, it probably won't ruin the movie. It definitely won't ruin the movie for me. No, it just might make it instead of like an A plus movie experience, it might just drop it down to an A. It's fair. So, but yeah, again, super another movie. I'm just super duper hopeful for. Um, it's I love the tone. I love seeing Thor and the Hulk and. Jeff Goldblum and Hella and and Tessa Thompson and I'm mm-hmm. going back and forth between the characters and the <laughs> actors, but you know, really, yes, yeah. I'm excited for all of it. I'm really excited for all of it. There's not much that 
you know, mm -hmm. that I'm not excited for. And also stuff we didn't get in the in the trailer. We didn't get any Doctor Strange. We know he's going to be in it. So that's another cool thing we're going to get. Oh, that's true. I yeah. forgot he was in it. Yeah. So uh, we're going to get some Doctor Strange. We're going to get some, you know, some more Loki because he was in the trailer, but he didn't do much on the trailer. Yeah. So what's he going to do? Um, we're going to see you know, what happens, you know, with Odin because of the cliffhanger at the end of the Dark World. It's true. So there's just so much that we don't know on top of all the stuff that we do know from the trailer. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So the, I'm just excited to see it play out. And it's, you know, yeah, the, movies are great. Yeah. The link for the trailer will be in the show notes. Yes. Go watch it. You know, it's, it kind of confirms basically everything we thought we knew already uh, concerning, yes. you know, Thor and the Hulk being in it. Uh, mm -hmm. and the lots of color that we noted when yeah. we were looking at the pictures yes. uh, from the set. Yeah. Also, the set design in this movie is pretty cool. Oh, it's incredible. It's just, you know, just the background of every of every shot is just a, a masterpiece in itself. There was there was one shot um, where it had uh, Jeff Goldblum and Loki, mm -hmm. uh, Tom Hiddleston, sitting like on a bench, and in the background of the shot, there was this weird, you know, drawing on the wall mm -hmm. where if you don't know better you just think it's like, whatever it's a drawing yeah it's you know a cool background however i saw someone post on facebook that actually what they did is they took a picture from an old episode of fantastic four of like this <laughs> giant ship that the thing is lifting up uh-huh and they put that ship in the background it's like from a like directly from a wow. comic, but like it's not a reference to something that happened in the comic. It's a direct, it's a direct reference to the comics, to the Marvel yeah. comics. It was so cool, and that's there's, cool. There's just a lot, you know, a lot to be excited for about this movie. Yeah. So no, I saw uh, one of the other Easter eggs is that there's a reference in some graffiti you can see in the background of one of the shots. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if I want no, to no, know it's, this it's one, okay. It's a, a reference to one of the director's previous films. Oh, I missed that, but I don't want to watch it again. You know, I'll watch it again when the movie comes out, and I'll try to pick up on it then. Okay, but I know that's something to look forward to. So yeah, it's either has something to do with vampires or wilder people or other things, but it's exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay, so let's move on to another trailer, uh, more of a teaser. Uh, yeah. That also announced the release date of The Defenders, the Marvel Netflix show uh, that combines all of their Marvel Netflix heroes. Mm -hmm. uh, that being Iron Fist, Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Uh, it's a really cool short clip. Yeah. It had just all of them entering in in a in, in an elevator. Uh, Daredevil has this bandana over his head. Which, mm -hmm. you know, so he can't see. Um, that, I mean, that's, he can't that's, see anyway. Yeah, he got back to pick up on that. Uh, and then, you know, Jessica Jones turns around, sees that there's a camera, Punches knocks it. it out. Yeah. It was cool. Um, and then you could also see that the timestamp on the top, you know, right corner is, you know, just moving as if it was normal time, but then stops at 8 18 2017. Yep. Which turns out is when. The Defenders will be released. Yep. So, you know, we got to wait till August, but also I'm very excited for August. Yeah. Should be a awesome TV show, hopefully. Uh, made uh, The 
I guess the showrunners are the same people that did season two of Daredevil. Um, and I think they know how to do well. And also this is going to be an eight hour uh, show instead of a 13 hour show, which I'm very excited about because they can get to the point. It won't have the, I guess the annual uh, three episode and like the mid, like the mid to late part of the season where you don't really know what's going on. Yeah. And just kind of trying to bridge together the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. Um, eight episodes, I think is the perfect amount. It's the amount that's, uh, Stranger Things and uh, Legion had. Yeah. So I think it's good. Yeah. That's just a very good. clever way to announce it, too. Yeah. It's just a cool little thing that, you know, rather than just saying, hey, guess what? We have our show coming out in August. They're like, watch this. It's cool. You get to see them do a bunch of cool stuff. Or not do a bunch of cool stuff because they didn't actually do anything. Yeah. But like, you can see the characters all together acting out. It's just a little something just to, to wet her taste buds. Just enough uh, before the, the show comes, or before the, the trailers and all that other stuff comes later this summer. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm very excited for the Defenders. Has Sigourney Weaver, and she can do very little wrong. It's very true. Um, yeah, so. That'll be great. Definitely looking forward to it. Yeah, so let's keep it moving uh, with Marvel TV. A new show was announced coming to Freeform. Yeah, is New Warriors, uh, and most notably in that New Warriors crew, uh, it stars Squirrel Girl. Yay! I'm so excited. Squir- it's Squirrel Girl is such a great character. Yeah, it's she's. Yeah. I mean, as far as comics go, there's a couple that I like keep up with as much as I can. That's like one of the top three. That yeah. I have going right that, that of the of the current issues, I think it's Squirrel Girl, Miss Marvel, um, and a couple others. I think the, the third one that I definitely keep up with it's also Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yeah. That's because I like kids and I like dinosaurs, and it's like a good combination. <laughs> Hard so, to go wrong with that. Um, yeah. yeah, so it's and you know, all all three of those shows are or of those comics are great, and I'm really excited to see. School girl finally getting to the screen because just a fun quirky character. Mm-hmm. I think Freeform is a decent channel for that because Freeform, in addition to you know already having uh, cloak and dagger, I think their audience is one that would definitely be receptive uh, to Squirrel Girl in a show like that. Yeah. Um. And you know, on top of that, it's I'm just, I'm excited. Yeah. It's. There's just so much to be excited for. The they, they just started writing. They just started writing the writers' room. The the showrunner for this show, mm-hmm. uh, just from seeing some of his tweets, he's just so excited to be working on this. <laughs> like he, he can't believe he's like getting to to make a TV show of comics, and he's just and when you can see the love that like a showrunner or a director or you know a writer has for their work, generally you can just feel that is going to come through in the final product. Oh yeah. So. Regardless of what happens, I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. Um, high hopes. Uh, hopefully, we'll get that. That'll be a good show. Yeah. Um, I appreciate one of the quotes in the article here. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, with powers and abilities on the opposite end of the spectrum from the Avengers. Yeah. The new warriors want to make a difference in the world, even if the world isn't ready. Yeah. So, so it, it's it's interesting just because the, these are like ground level heroes, but also not like underground level heroes like in the netflix shows where like it's daredevil and yeah. you know luke cage and jessica jones who are like dark 
gritty characters, even though I don't necessarily like using those words because they, <laughs> they mean almost nothing. That's true. Um, but, like, they're not... These characters are going to be lighter. They're going to be fun. Mm-hmm. This is going to be, you know, I would argue just as far as superhero TV shows go, just fun for fun. Yeah. And just get to see a whole bunch of fun superhero stuff. And, you know, it's going to be a whole team of fun superheroes that are going to be doing fun superhero stuff. And there'll be squirrels who are one of the cuter animals. And <laughs> it's yeah, all stuff to be excited about. I'm, I'm really interested in seeing what other uh, characters are going to bring into the show. Yeah. Um, you know, because they're going to have to take, I guess, some of the lesser known characters mm-hmm. just because I, I think they don't want to blow all their IP on this one show. I think they might be saving, you know, Miss Marvel for her own TV show yeah. or, you know, something like that. It says um, they'll have around about six young people. Yes, but so. they have not announced those six. Exactly. So we'll see. Um, and I don't know. I'm excited to see, you know, where they take it. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Stay uh, tuned for updates. Stay tuned for updates. Ooh, what if they do Miles? Uh, they can't do Miles Morales. They're so saving that. <laughs> Once Tom Holland gets too old, they're gonna bring in Miles Morales. That's, I hope so. That's I can guarantee that's what they're doing. It's, or I don't know if I can guarantee it, but like in my mind, that's that's where I see that Spider-Man franchise going. Yeah, I can only take it so far. Um, but yeah, so that should be cool. Um, see what other characters they bring in. If they mm-hmm. bring in Amadeus Cho again. Again, I, you know, probably they won't do any of the Avengers. Minus, not minus. Avenger or the Avengers Light. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So, because they probably need some sort of successor when, you know, once uh, you know, Bruce Banner or uh, Mark Ruffalo wants to leave the role, mm-hmm. they you know, so they don't have to recast, which they could if they wanted to, but probably yeah. shouldn't. Um, but they can bring in like an Amadeus Cho to replace the Hulk, or if they want to bring in Miles Morales to replace Spider Man, if they want to, yeah, you know, bring in Spider Woman to replace Spider Man, or yeah, they got to keep their options open. Yeah. Um. So it's it's interesting to see what they what they do from that. But there's also just Marvel has so many just characters waiting to be used. Yeah. Uh. In in these TV shows, so it'll be cool to see you know what they do with it there's a chance they might take a mutant character and bring that into the show because they can because well they might be i don't know the whole legal situation (laughs) but they might be able to uh with how it works out because i think they still own the rights for all the uh, x-men tv shows Mm -hmm. um but they allowed fox to do legions because it was a great idea yeah Uh, i think that was just a win for everyone but you know whatever we'll see how how uh, how they build the team um so yeah yeah all right the last piece of news for the day the news i am the most excited for <laughs> it's definitely the most important news yes and if you haven't figured it out by now that is not so raven um <laughs> so uh yeah there is a that's so raven spinoff ordered to series at disney channel starring none other than raven so it's, yeah i'm so excited for this it, that's why raven was like one of those staples in my house when i was little mm-hmm. just had jason channel running on loop it's <laughs> it's that show i i love that show and then even when they bumped it up to Corey in the house um the mm-hmm. follow-up show that was also another big one um but yeah it's you know 
I'm excited. It's I I could not see this show coming. Um, although it makes sense. Yeah. Because you know R- Raven, you know Simone is still relevant because she's been you know doing her daytime talk shows, mm-hmm. and I think bringing her to TV is kind of like a boy meets world, but for a slightly younger um, parent or a weird teenager that's still gonna watch is or not teenager <laughs> weird twenty one year old that's still gonna watch Disney Channel just so. <laughs> He can, yeah, he can get some more Raven. So yeah, so this this spinoff, uh, I'll just read their quote here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new show finds the best friends played by Raven Simone yes. and Annalise Vanderpool. Chelsea. As, yep. Yep. As divorced single mothers raising their separate families in one chaotic household. Mm-hmm. So that sounds like a wonderful premise for this. Yeah, you know what that. I, he it kind of sounds a lot like well not as sad but it sounds very similar to the fuller house premise yeah it's true because fuller house also had you know a, a one person uh with a kid that their uh husband i guess passed away mm-hmm. another person i don't know that much about fuller house i watched one episode and just was like nope <laughs> nope that's fuller house not the best tv show it just felt like they were going for nostalgia mm-hmm. or just for nostalgia which that being said my little sister who loves who loves full house loves this show too so you know what i mean for, I for that audience by all means go ahead yeah. um but yeah i think this is just going to be better just because raven is just so much well, the reason why it's going to be better is because I have nostalgia for that. So Raven, that's pretty much the only reason why. Yeah. Um, but you know, it's we'll see if you know how how they play it differently. You know, if how they're going to play the future, or because Raven, because Raven is a fortune teller, yeah, or a future see whatever. Um. So, how are they going to play that off with their kids? Is she going to be the one that still you know looks to the side and sees and has a vision, or <laughs> Is or is she gonna pass it down to like kids or you know? Yeah. Is her kids gonna have some different special power? Maybe this is another Marvel TV show that we <laughs> know about. Um, so yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That it would be great, but you know. That being oh. said, I will settle for just Raven. Yeah, that's that's all I need. So. Yeah. So. All right. Look out for Raven's Home premiering in 2017 at Yay. some point. Oh, 2017? Yep. That's soon. I'm very excited. It will go into production this month in what? Los Angeles for a 2017 premiere. I'm very excited. Like, more excited than I should <laughs> be excited. But whatever. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's uh, the podcast. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, before we go, I just wanted to give a uh, shout-out. Um, one of, I guess, my favorite people ever, uh, Mr. Potato Head, uh, Don Rickles uh, passed away uh, not too long ago. I just wanted to give a shout out uh, to his family. Um, you know, just let him know he's one of my favorite people. I grew up with Toy Story. I grew up with Mr. Potato Head, and you know, it's it's tough seeing someone I admire so much pass away. So I just wanted to send my love out there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but yeah. So that's the podcast. Um couple shameless plugs to wrap up um on set with errol koenig 
Um, I have been promising new episodes for a very long time, and guess what? I will have new ones very soon. Uh, I have a couple scheduled. If you are a fan of Refinery29, um, I have I have someone coming from there. If you're a fan of BET, or mm. if you are a fan of College Humor Originals or Watchable, um, I have a couple people coming from those places. So it'll it'll be pretty cool uh, to see. Uh, to check those out um, yeah. when they come very soon. Um, so stay tuned for those. Um, right. So yeah. Uh, be sure to like our Facebook page. Yes, get all the updates. Monologuing. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter. Um, last week I told you to follow Ryan. There was no one here to defend him. So uh, if you <laughs> did, good job. Thank you. Um, but also just follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we keep all the late. We post all of our latest episodes up there. Um, addition to our Facebook page, um, also on iTunes and SoundCloud. Feel free to subscribe. Yep. Uh, you know, like the podcast, uh, give us a good rating, um, or give us a rating. We could really use one. Um, <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah. So it'd be weird if we did it. So. It'd be, it would be weird. You know. However, I think I still might just because I can't. It's true. What's the worst? What's the worst that can happen? Get the ball rolling. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, so yeah. Please rate. Please like. Subscribe. Follow us on Twitter, like our Facebook page. Um, anything else we should tell you to do? Um, you know what? Why not? Uh, if you have any uh, questions or any fun news or anything like that, or things you want to talk about, message our Facebook page, and we might be able to respond to it on the podcast. Or uh, I got this idea from another podcast. Ooh. I'm going to shamelessly steal it. If you... Uh, Give us a rating and put your question in the rating. We will answer answer it on the pod. You know what? I will one up that. If you give us a rating at all, we will read that rating no matter what it says. <laughs> that That's a very dangerous, dangerous thing. thing to say, but you know, what? I'm going to take that risk because we could really use some ratings. All right, Errol will read it on the pod. I will read it on the pod, um, and I will apologize to my family and friends uh, right now, just in case anything. <laughs> Anything unsafe comes from that. Preemptively apologize. Uh, yes. So yeah, uh, you know, again, like, rate, subscribe, all those fun uh, verbs that you should do to our podcast. Yes. Um, do it. So, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.